Hey, school counselor friends. Are you looking to take your counseling program to the next level? Well, we have some exciting news for you. The Perks School Counselor Content Club membership. And guess what? For a limited time only, you can get half off our yearly membership or even try us for a special $99 six-month deal. But hurry, this is our Black Friday deal and it's only good until November 29th. So what exactly do you get with the Perks School Counselor Content Club membership anyway? Well, let me tell you, you get instant access to all of the Perks. That means you'll have access to the full library of lessons, groups, individual curriculum, games, decor, and everyday resources too. It's like having a treasure trove of counseling materials right at your fingertips. But that's not all because Perks membership also offers professional development that can earn you college credit. Yes, you heard me right. You'll be able to enhance your skills while earning credits towards professional growth. And here's an extra treat for you and your students, bonus seasonal resources that they'll absolutely love. It's the perfect way to keep your counseling sessions fresh and engaging throughout the year. But the best part, the Perk School Counselor Content Club membership gives you the freedom to really enjoy your job. No more spending countless hours planning lessons, groups, and individual counseling sessions. With the perks, you'll have everything you need to work smarter and not harder. So why wait? Take advantage of this Black Friday deal now and get your instant access to all our lesson plans, groups, and tier three resources. Plus the templates you need for building your counseling systems, access to our private Facebook community, live webinars, and questions and answers with me and Brandy, as well as all the downloadable materials that you can use right away. So don't miss out on this opportunity to elevate your counseling program. Once again, it's half off our yearly membership or a special $99 six month membership. But remember, this offer is only valid until November 29th. So visit our website today or check the show notes and join the perks. Your students deserve the best and so do you. You're listening to the Counselor Chat Podcast, a show for school counselors looking for easy to implement strategies, how-to tips, collaboration, and a little spark of joy. I'm Carol Miller, your host. I'm a full-time school counselor and the face behind Counseling Essentials. I'm all about creating simplified systems, data-driven practices, and using creative approaches to engage students. If you're looking for a little inspiration to help you make a big impact on student growth and success, you're in the right place because we're better together. Ready to chat? Let's dive in. Your resume is often the first impression you get to make on a potential employer. So it's important to make sure that it's clear, concise, and really tailored to the job that you're applying for. It's a document that summarizes your education, your work experience, your skills, and your accomplishments. So if you're in the job market, this episode is just for you. Today, we are talking all about the nitty gritties of putting together a resume. Welcome back to this episode of Counselor Chat. I'm Carol, and today we are going to be talking all about resumes. So this is the second little episode that we have in our short little series of the job search and resumes and cover letters and interviewing and all that stuff. And like I said, today we're really going to talk about the nitty gritties of what's in a resume. Last week, if you recall, we looked really at our personal strengths. 
that vision that we wanted to convey to potential employers and the work that we do as counselors and what we want others to know about what we do. And so really what we talked about last time was why we wanted to apply, that we did a little evaluation of ourselves to say, oh, what do I want others to know about me? What are the things that I do? What are all those thoughts that are going around in my mind? We did a bit of a brain dump. And then we wrote down everything that the ideal counselor did. We also did a little research about what employers are really looking for. So remember, we talked about looking at actual job ads, employment ads for counselor positions and really going through them and looking at the key words that maybe they're looking for to make sure that we include those in our resume. So let's talk about the resume, right? That's really the nitty gritty. That's the beginning part of our whole career search is the resume. Now, our resume is really a visual statement of who we are. And as a professional, well, it really should look professional. And it shouldn't look like something that we threw together in 30 minutes or less. Now, you don't need to be a graphic designer to have your resume look great, but you really do need to know how to download a resume template. And there are plenty of resume templates that you can download online. Canva has some really great ones. You can go online to Canva, and those are typically all free. I have several that are really cheap. They're like $6 in my TPT store. Um, And I also have a bunch, if you're in my Boost um, resume course, an interview course, I have a bunch in, in Boost. But wherever you go for your resume template, just make sure that it's easy to use and that it really, it looks good and it's going to meet your needs. Once you have this resume template, the first thing that you really need to do is put your name on it. And so let's start there with your name because that is really important. Now, most resumes only get a 30 second glance. Every detail that you put into the resume, your future employer is not going to remember. But what you really want them to remember about your resume is your name. So make it big. Use a font that's easy to read and that maybe is a bit different than the rest of the font that you use for the really the body of the resume. It has to be easy to read. I love a lot of the really cutesy fonts or fun fonts, but I want it to really look professional. I don't want it too swirly or too script-like because sometimes they can be really difficult to read. So you really want to make sure that it's easy to read, but it does look a bit different than the rest of the font. You also, to make it stand apart, you can also put a color behind it or you can use colors for your name. Um, I really love when people use a color set. So maybe the same color, but in different hues, and maybe they have a lighter hue for their first name and a darker hue for their last name. But put a little pop of color behind it. It'll make it to stand out just a little bit more. The thing with using and having your name stretch across the page is not only is it great for that first impression of your resume, but if your resume goes on to make it to the next step, which is the interview, When your interviewers are sitting down at the table and they have a stack of resumes in front of them with the people that they're going to be interviewing, and they're going through trying to look for the the resume for that person that's there at the table with them, 
having one that has a big name that stretches across the paper is the one that's also going to stand out. And it's going to be the one that's easy to find. So make that one yours. All right. Once you have your name on the paper, you also have to really decide on how's the rest of it going to look? Are you going to use one column? Are you going to use a two column format? What's the difference? What's better? What's best for me? And I can tell you that two columns are really great if you have a lot of information that you want to include that isn't strictly just work experience. It's great if you have additional certifications that you want to highlight or trainings that you've completed, presentations that you've done, or even publications that maybe you've written. It's also great if you have awards that you've won. So you can really fill out that side column with that information. If you don't have a lot of that, a one-column resume might be better. And one-column resumes are actually really ideal for the person that has either a lot of experience. I have 30 years in, so one-column resume would be really good for me. Or people that are brand new into the profession. There's Because you're not going to have the the sidebar for a two-column resume is really all about that extra stuff. And if you don't have a lot of that extra stuff, the one column is perfect. Now, a lot of people have also asked me, because I have reviewed so many resumes over the years, was, well, should it be one page? Should I really try to get my resume on one page? If you can, the answer is yes. So if you're a newbie, you definitely want to have just one page. If you have less than five years, you're probably going to want it on one page. But if you have years in, you're probably going to have to stretch it to two. Now, the thing about having two pages is you want them to be two full pages. You don't want to go a page and maybe a page and a quarter or a page and a half, right? Because you don't want to have all this blank blank space. You really want to fill it out with your experiences. You want them to show that you're full of experience not that you lack, right? That you're leaving something, right? They want more. They want to see everything. So if you're using two pages, you have to fill out the whole two pages. If you're using one, keep it brief. Now, the thing about bullets is too, that you don't want to include too much information. Some people are really wordy in their bullet points and you don't have to be. Your bullets are snapshots of what you've done and your bullets points should all start with a verb. The other thing to know about your verb is the tense. What tense is your verb in? Make all your bullets the same tense. You can't start with present and go to past. They all have to be the same tense. Now, you really want to make sure in your bullet points that you are in, are including information that um, isn't too wordy, but really also addresses all of your stakeholders. So, you know, once again, going back to that first or last week's, our chat last week, you know, we really talked about who are the people that we're going to be representing in this position. So if we're working with parents and students and teachers and administrators, our bullet points should mention something to each of those people, right? How we work with parents, how we work with students, how we work with um, teachers and our administrators. We want to include all of those people in our 
resume because it's important to show that we can work and do the whole job. Once again, that SEO, that search engine optimization, all those important keywords that your employers are asking about, you show them on your resume. Now, you also do not want to include references on your resume. Just don't. (laughs) Um, Resumes or references, they're not needed there. There's one more thing to take up space. We put them other places. We don't want a resume team, people that are looking specifically at the resumes and who they're going to choose for their interviews. We don't want them looking at our references and saying, oh, I don't like that person. So I probably won't like this this person either. Keep it off of there, right? We just want them to show or to see what we do and that we can do the job that they're, they're seeking, the person that they're seeking. We want them to know that we are their ideal candidate. So we don't want to give them any reasons to not like us right off the bat. Now, the other thing to really think about is to highlight your experiences and not really your education. So many times I see resumes and there's the name, the contact information, and the next thing to look at is the education. And that's great. We want to know that you have a degree, that you've graduated, that you're certified, but that's not the most important thing. Your most important thing are your experiences. So right after your name and your contact information, you're going to dive into the meat of your resume. What I like to include right there is your mission statement. So you're going to come in with your mission statement. That's that little blurb about who you are, what you represent, what your mission and vision is for yourself as a professional, and then go right into your experiences. The other things to include after that are um, any honors or awards that you've had, your education, and then any affiliations that you're involved in. And it's always great to add some affiliations, whether it's from your local counseling associations or your state counselor association or ASCA. Those are all great things to add because people want to know that you are current and up to date and with whatever trends. And so your local organizations or your state or ASCA, they all help us really stay current and knowledgeable. So Putting those on there, your affiliations are really important too. Those, my friends, that's really the nitty gritty of what's going in to your resume. So let's recap. It's our name, big across the paper with our contact information, going into our mission statement, that little blurb about who we are, what what we're all about, what's important to us as a professional. Then we're going to go into our bullets, our experiences, all those things about us, to our education, to our um, our awards and our affiliations. So those are the things that we're really going to be included or including on our resume. I hope that this was helpful for you. Uh, next week, we are going to dive a little bit deeper into the interview. If you really would love some more help or you need something to really help get you going, 
I'm going to throw in the show notes a freebie for you of really how to start your search and how to put together that brain dump and all those things that you need to start thinking about in your career search, your job search. And I hope it's helpful. Um, I'll also throw some links into some resume templates and for the boost course, if you really want to get a little bit more detailed about how to put together the resume, how to prep for that interview and all the other stuff that's in between until next time, have fun, good luck. And if you have questions, hit me up because I'll be there with some answers. All right. Bye people. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Counselor Chat. All of the links I talked about can be found in the show notes and at counselingessentials.org forward slash podcast. Be sure to hit follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast player. And if you would be so kind to leave a review, I'd really appreciate it. Want to connect? Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram at Counseling Essentials. Until next time, can't wait till we chat. Bye for now.